eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you. They call it Thursday. It's the day after Wednesday, and it's the day before Friday. It has a pretty good feel to it. Uh, Al Dukes, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. I had an absolutely absurd conversation with Gina yesterday. Oh, are we on the air? We're still on the air. Good thing I don't say anything crazy. Yeah. We're good? <laughs> was that over the air, Eddie? Oh, yeah, it was. Okay. Good thing we didn't get into our uh, stories. Okay. Right, so that was on the. Well, I didn't curse to open it. Yeah, because I normally would say a bunch of curse words. Oh, boy. So I had a I really. <laughs> we had a very absurd conversation yesterday, uh, Gina and I. And I want to walk you through how it started and where it went and maybe where you, if if you would have known the answers to some of the things that okay. came up. Okay. Well, I like this. This is like domestic conversation. Yeah. Uh, and I was Googling things like it was crazy. So, uh, Gina, it all started with Gina saying, uh, I think I'm going to win the lottery. That's what she said. She was already starting to plan what she was going to do with the $44 million. Oh, boy. She goes, I'm going to buy a house. I don't know if I want a house on Ocean Avenue because then you got to buy your own flood insurance. But maybe if I... With $44 million, I think she'd be okay with flood insurance. I would think so. So she's going through this thing about $44 million. Okay. She goes, ah, maybe I'd buy you a car. She goes, "Uh, but... We never got married, so you're not getting any of my $44 million. I said, oh. I said, well, I said, uh, I'm going to get you pregnant <laughs> and trap you. <laughs> she says, "How you, you can't get me pregnant. I said, well, you're, you release an egg every month. I'll just catch it. <laughs> You'll catch it. That's what I said. Oh, boy. I said, she goes, I'm not a chicken. I'm not like, I go, you women release one egg a month. I believe. I said, and then your period flushes it out. I said, I could steal a tampon. This is a legit conversation you guys are having? Between two adults. Mm -hmm. I said, I could steal a tampon, impregnate it, the tampon, show up with a baby nine months later and DNA test it 
and you're the mother. She goes, were you creating this baby in your bedroom? Uh, that part I don't work out. <laughs> you think? <laughs> she goes, I don't. She goes, women don't. Uh, uh, an egg doesn't flow out of a woman every month in her period. I go, yes. I go, where does it go? I go, you just filled with eggs? All these eggs over your lifetime? So I did some Googling. A couple things, Jerry. Where would you have been on this, by the way, at this point in the conversation? Who done with. You, uh, uh, who would how you long have been for? Three minutes? Yeah. Would have been done with it two minutes and 50 seconds ago. At what point would you have, when I said I was going to impregnate uh, a tampon? When, no. Well, far before that, when we got to the whole, I'm going to win the $44 million, but I'm too cheap to pay for the flood insurance. Right. Uh, out with the conversation. Okay, you'd have, you'd have bailed yes. on that. I was I would not have gotten to the tampon part. Well, I already told you the forty four millions down to, to probably twenty two five. Right, twenty two million. I go, you're all of a sudden you're buying. Yeah, I said you're going to be out of you'd money. Be broke. You'd be broke. <laughs> I said this is why you why the lottery winners go broke. So I did do some googling. A couple interesting things that I probably should have known from. Uh, sex ed or health class. Which, by the way, was 35 years ago for you. Thank you, so Jerry. Stop. Thank you. Number one, women are born with all of their eggs. They don't make eggs throughout their lifetime. They're born with all of their eggs already. Then Didn't your, know that. Then your body releases during uh, puberty, like once you hit puberty and you start getting your period, the body releases one egg a month. And it goes, it gets released, but it doesn't fall out of your body. It's hanging out there waiting for a sperm. <laughs> it's just hanging out. It's just hanging out. It's waiting Corner for, deli. Right. It's waiting for the sperm. If no sperm arrive, it then, it's implanted in the in, in the uterus wall, right? And if no sperm al- ar- arrives for it, the egg, it gets absorbed into the body the body then sheds the uterine wall, which is the period. But you can't get the egg out of it. I really wasn't trying to, like you were. Yeah. So, so I learned that. Good. There's a little conversation at the Duke's dinner table this weekend when you see mom. Well, she listens to this podcast. so she'll, <laughs> That's true. She'll hear this and say, we never had the talk right with the boy no one had this talk no one had this talk well no. women have to have this talk with other women i guess well you have you'll have to have the talk with your boys because you're the man about the uterine wall no i won't eventually no i won't no uterine wall talk no okay absolutely not by the way jerry your stock market is down 767 points so i'm never keep going re- i guess and oil is up over 110 dollars a barrel i believe i guess i'm never uh, retiring we're gonna get to about six dollars a gallon for gas very quickly yeah and in in california they're gonna be up to about 710 720 i was reading if i were to do that well, what size tank you got in your car well my wife has a 32 gallon tank in oh, the expedition that's not good and my i have a 10 gallon tank 10 gallon yeah okay so that might cost you 50 60 bucks to fill up we have it six dollars times ten. That would be sixty. Yeah, I did the math on that. <laughs> I think I have a thirteen-gallon tank. Okay, so times five dollars would be sixty-five dollars. We're gonna have to start working from home again, Jerry. Um, I, you know, not for anything. Yeah. If we all came to an agreement that we did it once a week to cut down a little bit, would be a significant help. This is gonna be crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm already at seven hundred dollars a month to come to work. That's with gas prices at three, you know, three thirty. 
You double my gas now? Come on. Can't win. I'm not going to be able to pay the dog walker anymore. I'm going to have to, when's he going to have to poop in the house? If gas doubles, that's significant. Yeah, it, that is significant. I mean, we're doing, you know, I do 80 miles a day. You got to be doing 120 miles a day, I right? I do, yeah, 120. Yeah. I mean, think about that. 120, I don't know what kind of gas, what kind of gas miles you For got in that 30, car. 35 uh, miles. Oh, you do get 35. Yeah. So that's good, but I mean, it's still, you're doing 120 miles. It's basically four gallons of gas a day. You'll be at $28 a day. Right. In gas, $26 a day. It's nuts. This is nuts. Yeah. It's weird too. Like, I kind of feel like because we have constant news, and I, I'm going to think this, I think this started probably with like CNN news when it first became like the first 24-hour news. Yep. Where... Like, I think that stuff affects the stock market, too. So, like, all day long, people, stockholders, see all this news, panic, and start pulling their money out. Sure. And then that affects the stock. Where if you didn't have a Twitter feed, if you didn't have CNN feed, now we've got everything. Fox News, MSNBC, all the news. Yeah. Social media. I think it affects it more. By the way, the Dow's down, well, it just moved to 740. A moment ago, it was down 756. Yeah. Even more than 700. What do we buy today, Jerry, in order to, uh, they always say buy the dips. Don't know. I don't know Me what's neither. dipping. I have no idea. I'm so, I, I don't understand the stock market, which sucks. Can you buy stock in oil? You can. Um, so when oil goes up, you win? You know, it's a, I know you can buy gold. Yeah. Can you buy bent crude oil? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not so sure. It's a great question. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. My ass, Guy Adami of yeah. CNBC. Surprised hey, Guy can didn't I buy? Call in. Oh, he's probably full panic mode. That's true. Those too. people. You're right. Although he doesn't ever seem to be in full panic mode, even though he's got a lot of money. He's probably got it spread around. I checked his uh, what he's worth. It's crazy amount of money. Oh yeah, his net worth. I looked on the internet. Good for him. I did this a couple years ago. I looked. He was very wealthy. That's great. Yeah. Well, he lives in a nice town. Yeah, but I don't around think... Around the block. Uh, you're, like, I don't see wealthy people panicking about the money. Because you're right. Like, they know something, Jerry. They either know something or they're so diverse in their investments yeah. that they're not going to get killed if the if the stock market goes down. A guy like Guy Adami might have money in real estate, the stock market, in crypto... He could have all sorts of investments. I was on such a nice little roll here with the 401k, as yeah. I'm sure you were as well. I don't have a 401k. Well, what? Uh, what IRA. IRA, yeah. But like, uh, like, okay. the, like I felt like during the Obama years, and I'm, I voted for Mr. Obama twice. So during those eight years, we just uh, like stood still, it seemed like. I didn't lose money. I didn't really make any money. Right. It was a very slow build. Very slow build. Yeah. Then when the Trumpster got in, it was went crazy, very volatile, very volatile. And now it's like seems like we're going to be in the pits for a while because you can't have a it's like you're running in mud. Yeah, you can't have a war going on. I mean, you know how the stock market reacts when we see they go like, uh, "Oh, uh, Apple's not going to sell as many iPhones as they thought." Crash! Uh, <laughs> stock market's in trouble. I know. Yeah, no. I, it's... So to have a war and then everyone's panicked that. That means China is going to go into Taiwan, which really will screw us because all of our electronics are made there. And our chips, Jerry, not our chips that I eat for lunch, but our chips that we have in all of our phones and computers. This is bad. Yeah. So. In the meantime, we got baseball players and baseball owners fighting over billions oh, of dollars. Yeah, it's get really lost. Something. I know. 
I'm Get with you. lost. You got people running for their life in the Ukraine right now. Yeah. We want every dollar we can get. Right. <laughs> We're not playing baseball. I, seriously. <laughs> it's really something, man. Get lost. I'm telling you. It is uh, weird when you get in that perspective yeah, it is. of things. It really is. Sure is. And then seeing all the video on Twitter is like, it's eye-opening. What were you? Could be what, us. What type of feeds were you looking at? There was one guy in particular, and I, I, I didn't follow him because I didn't. I was just going to follow a random guy from Ukraine. So, but somebody had retweeted him. Yeah, and so I, I, I clicked on his, on his profile, and all he was doing was posting pictures and videos, literally every two three minutes. This was around, I want to say midnight, because I got a little before midnight. Because I got in the car to come here, I got to Rutgers around twelve ten, twelve fifteen or so. So between like 11.50 and 12.15, I was on the bus with Rutgers going back to the rack, back to the arena to get my car, and I couldn't get my eyes off this guy's feet. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was like something out of Hollywood he was posting. He had, he even had videos of the air defense system basically shooting down, you know, missiles that were coming in. It was unbelievable. So it was it was something to see. Not in a good way either. Yeah. By the way, is that, is that, was that it with the Gina thing? That yeah, the, so we, we had the thing. I told her, yeah. How I did told that end? Her, it ended with uh, she told me she wasn't going to give me any of her $44 million. I told her I was going to get her pregnant. This sounds she, like a great relationship. She told me she, <laughs> I was not going to get her pregnant. I told her I was going to steal one of her tampons with an egg on it. Found out there are no eggs on the tampons or in the uh, the flow that uh, it's embedded into the walls and all this sort of thing. Uh, to which case, she also asked the same exact question you asked, Jerry. Where are you growing this baby? I did not have an answer for it. So you're in your grand plan. Yeah. You were going to go take a tampon, masturbate on it, and create a baby in a lab. This is pretty much what you're saying. I would have used more scientific terms. Uh, okay, give me one. Uh, I would have... Beat off. <laughs> that is not a scientific That's... term, Jerry. Sorry. I'd probably find a test tube to put it in, first of all. How's it going to get in the test tube? I'm going to wear gloves. <laughs> you put a robe on, no underwear and gloves. <laughs> Walking around with a stiffy. <laughs> Jerry, I just would like to see her face when I show up with a baby nine months later. And she's like, I didn't carry that baby. Oh, really? Care to take this DNA test? Because <laughs> you're, you're the mother. Jackass. <laughs> So that plan fell apart, and then it just kind of ended. She did tell me she'd buy me a Tesla. Oh, it's nice if, of her. Uh, she won $44 million. And then, But not the highest-end Tesla, which she's getting. I'm getting the, the cheap version. Be tremendous. Then you can create the bumper sticker. My girlfriend won $44 million, and all I got was a stupid car. Like, then I have to charge still. Yeah. Oh, boy, the Tesla people, though, Jerry, now with gas prices going up, they're going to be laughing Absolutely, in our faces, of course. Yeah, right no in our faces. No doubt. Anybody like me that's <laughs> got a big SUV, yeah, it's a problem. You know, it's not like we can't afford it, but it's, I feel you're just wasting money. Yeah, wasting money. What this does is it stops you from like on a Saturday going. I will take a ride up to. No, no. we go in my car now. Is what, right. what we do. That's what we do. Yeah. All of a sudden, we got to head down to Philly. Leave your truck home. Get in the small car. Right. Just start biking around. Uh, yeah, I mean that too. You're also not going to take unnecessary trips. Correct. You know. Not only that, then it stops people from going from spending money because they don't know yeah. what's going on. So then the small businesses locally take a They're hit. They're hurt by it. Yeah, it's a domino effect. Little.
in the uh, warm-up show, I gave you a, a very brief, I didn't want to get too into it in, in the actual radio show about this uh, documentary series I was watching on Discovery Channel called oh, this is horrible. The Baby Killing Conspiracy. This is, I don't even want to talk about it. It's depressing. Well, I'll tell you what, what it's about so far. That there are, and I know Imus used to do a... Uh, do with the charity of this, the SIDS, SIDS yeah. sudden infant death Absolutely. syndrome, which I guess they, they don't know what causes that, right? I haven't really heard much about it any longer. And I don't Me know if neither. that's because Imus isn't around to, to do the, the, the fundraiser, yeah. I, but Joel Hollander yeah, and they, we, we used to hear about this every year and it was a big deal. I haven't heard about SIDS in a long time. Yeah. So that this came up in this documentary. It was about the, these families that ha- had a baby pass away. And then they get pregnant again somewhere down the road, have another baby, and then that baby passes away. And it happened to one woman four times. So then the theory was this one... And you even have another one there. Right. Man. So then the theory becomes, statistically, can that happen even twice to a family? What about three times, now four times? That sounds like murder. Yeah. So they had this guy that was able to convince these juries that it had to be murder. That statistic, he used, took statistics out of context. Yeah. Uh, So it's starting to look like in this documentary, which I'm not done with yet, is that some of these women that went away for life uh, didn't do it. And it was other causes uh, in baby deaths. But it was crazy. That is horrible. Horrible. Because not only that, Especially if they didn't do it. They end up in jail. Yes. You go to jail as a baby killer? Well, that's what they said. Oh, my God. That even in, like, your life in jail is at the worst it could possibly be because of your crime that you're in there for. That doesn't, that's horrible. Yeah, pretty wild. So that's what I go to sleep to, Jerry. That's how I ease. I don't know how. I really don't know how you do that. Yeah. I don't. I'm even to the point, I don't even want to watch TV before bed. Just to, I just want to clear my mind because it, it does help me sleep. Yeah. If it's so not what do you a game, do? It, uh, if I don't watch a game, nothing, really nothing. I've been reading the um, the Dave Grohl book. Oh yeah. I have no idea when this book was released, but I bought it on uh, Google Books. Um, so I've been reading that the last. Is he involved in it or someone? He wrote writes. A book he about writes it. It's about his life. Oh, he. It's his book. Yeah. Oh, nice. So it's really it's it's uh, right now. I'm still in the early parts of him raising his kids but it's it's cool so i've been doing that the last you know the couple nights before i went to rutgers yesterday so or what's say i keep forgetting today's thursday so i got it on sunday there's a cool so, uh, i know you like dave grohl in uh, on spotify and i'm sure other services too he did an album this past december and the previous december called the hanukkah sessions okay part one and part two and i believe it's his daughter and him and the part the under is that's her name. I think Hart is one. Or Kirsten. I, is it Kirsten? You got two daughters. Well, this is the name of the group is called Kirsten X or Kirsten pl, then the plus sign Grohl. Okay, and it's all covers. Okay, but is there some cool stuff in there? That's interesting. Yeah, if you're looking for something different for your that's ride because he was saying his one daughter who's only twelve. Oh my gosh. Book. As of now, 12. So I, again, I don't know when this book was written. I have no It could have been three years ago. It could have been last week. I have no idea. He was saying he's had her up on stage in like, you know, full, or fill, uh, filled up arenas and stadiums 
And then I look at him, oh, she must be like 19 or 20, 12 years old. I was like, wow. Well, that must be the one he's doing these records it with. It could then. be, but he's got two daughters. So yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not really sure. That could be the young one, could be the old. I don't know. It's pretty wild, though. Yeah. The Hanukkah sessions. Check it out, Jerry. Check, 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 check it out. Will you follow along with this uh, Russian Ukraine thing uh, all day long or no? All day long, no. But will I You'll keep up in? on it? Yes, I will. I wonder how long do they think this is going to go on for? I don't. I have no idea. It's a great question. Like today, is it finished? Next week? I was two Al, months. I was trying to. I googled why Russia's invading the yes. Ukraine. I mean, I'm three paragraphs and I don't understand what the hell I'm reading. No cons. I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> I don't get it either. I can't. I can't comprehend that part of the world. What they're talking about. What they're discussing. There was issues in 2014. I. I thought you legitimately. I thought Ukraine was part of Russia. I think it was at one point when it was the USSR. I think it was, but now we sound like idiots because right. we don't know. Uh, but I do think it was at one point. And the same with Taiwan. Isn't that in China? I don't know. I gotta figure this all out. I I don't know the answer to that. It's in Asia. That's all I know. Yeah, Taiwan, not the Ukraine. Right, because when you hear like, uh, oh, Russia's invading Taiwan, well, it's isn't it already? I thought it was already part of it, but I guess not. Russia invading Taiwan. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Russia invading Ukraine. Got it. And China invading Taiwan. Yeah, I I believe they broke away at some point. Yeah. I don't know what the hell is going on though. Me neither. It, all I know is it's not good. Maybe That's I will I read up on that this afternoon. Yeah, and then maybe I'd rather hear about that than I would dead babies. Okay, if you don't That's mind. That's fair enough, Jerry. Please, absolutely. Was, yeah, I'm running out of things to watch on there. That's why I got to that because that had been on my list for a little while. I was like, ah, do I really want to watch this? But it's interesting. Why don't you watch a college basketball game <laughs> before you come in and do a sports radio show? <laughs> watch you know the Rangers. You know I can't follow that, Jerry. You can though. And you've never, is, come to a, you've never come to a Rutgers game. It's not disappointing. Yet. Not yet. I've been doing it for six years. Oh. How much longer? But that is one thing I will say about baseball. Nightly baseball. Is there. And it is a, interest, it is a nice, calm thing to fall asleep to. Yes, it to. is. I, uh, you know, I may not watch every inning of every game, but I will tell you if there are games on seven nights a week, it's on six times. Yeah. Whether I watch six innings, eight, four, I'm always there. I always watch the first four innings, I would say. And I love it. I really do. I look forward to it. 7-10, here we go, first pitch. I'm ready. But I don't know about this year. We'll see. I do like it, especially in the summer. Yeah. Like you hit June, July, August, those games. Yeah, I mean, I do. I like the spring baseball from the standpoint of it's still not great around here. Right, it's still cold. But it's a sign to me that we're, th- we're through it. Right. We're just about we're coming through, through. Yes. One spring change. That's why... Why, like, pitchers and catchers really was nothing more than a signal that baseball's coming. To me, it was always like, all right, pitchers and catchers in. My God, most of winter is over. Right. And it was just kind of just signified that spring and summer's coming. Now, we have nothing. Right. So, whatever. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. And tomorrow's Friday, so that's cool. That's yeah, cool, Yeah, I'm going to sleep today. Oh, good for you. Hey, good for you. Good for you, Jerry. All right, so... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The fan is your station. We want to hear from you. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. What do you say we do this Thursday morning, New York City? What is up with the Eddie Scazzeri? I actually had a dream about him the other day, which was weird, but we'll get to that at some point later on. I'm back from Ann Arbor. Al is back from Bradley Beach. What's going on there, Al Jackson Dukes? Good morning, Jerry. I'm in uh, my car was in the shop, so I got a loaner car. Nice. Oh, I love a loaner car. A loaner car is kind of cool sometimes. A loaner car, same is kind cool. of car that you have, or a different kind of car. A different model, different kind of okay. car, same uh, overall brand. Same, right, same make, not the yeah, same model. Not the same model, and they always give you the brand new one. Of course they do. Oh, That's Jerry. loaded. Loaded. The screens are so gigantic in cars now. It's unbelievable. So you bought a new car? That, well, that's how, how they get you. <laughs> You're trading it in, aren't you? Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's uh, Oh, man, it's a lot. It's smooth riding. Yeah. Well, you know what these cars do now? And I thought these were just um, the the plug-in cars, but this is not a plug-in car. When you stop out a light, it The like engine turns of, off. Yeah. Yeah, the hybrids. I don't like that. So it this is the hybrid getting, you think I got? Yeah, if it turns off. the get, It takes getting used to. But it's kind of cool when you get used to it. The more time something shuts off, the less likely it's going to be to turn back off. on. That's what's amazing. Yeah, I don't it's know. Not. I don't like it. I know, listen, it's I told freaky. you when I had the Prius five, six years ago, whatever it was, I took it for a test drive. I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. And the guy's like, No, no, trust me, it's awesome. I'm like, All right, I trusted him. He was right. It was awesome. Except that time when you parked and the car was on. And I walked by it, and I heard it idling. Well, that was unfortunate. Uh, yes, that is true. When I parked um, down the block. Right. And I didn't get right out of the car, and the car was um, in that mode where it was off. Yeah. And so I just on. Uh, got out and came to work, and 1130 or whatever time it was, went back in my car. I said, boy, it's wintertime. The car's warm. And then realized I left the car on for seven hours. <laughs> huh. It was well, by the hotel you go, yeah, right. and I had parked... Right behind him. Didn't get stolen. I never. No one stole it. That's a good thing. And I walked by and I heard the car cycle on. <laughs> I'm like, what? You're right, though. The heat was probably ready to rock and roll as soon as you got in the car. It Jerry. was. It was great, actually. So you warmed your car up. I yeah. did. I warmed my car up for eight hours. Yeah, heated your car up and it was ready to go. Dummy. Yeah, so especially like when when I was stopped in New York City and I you know, I stopped at a light where I don't want to be stopped sure. at, and then the car just shuts down. Like, And then you see macro. the pack of teens walking right. towards the car, and you're, you're like, go car, go car. Come on, there's teenagers <laughs> heading our way. Let's go. There's rats and teenagers running all around this oh, place. Oh, yes, there are, and many of them. Yeah, there's just one particular section where we drive through, which is not. That's where you drive through. Where I, I drive do that through. anymore. It's like uh, there's there's always it's by a park. Oh, I know. So, I, so it's people just uh, oh, wandering. when you when you're on Christie and you make the left on yeah. Broom. Oh, now that you just said exactly where it is, there. Right you go. now, great. Now Already. teenagers are going to be waiting for me tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think they're listening to listen, us. Listen, I listen to Sal driving in. Each caller was sixty two and above, so I'm pretty sure you're good. There's not going to be many oh, okay, teens good. waiting for you. You might have a bunch of sixty year olds waiting for Perfect. you. Perfect. <laughs> we got another call from uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Omar. I don't, I don't know what he's saying. Omar in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yes. He's very excited, though. He's very excited. Yeah. 
He was saying something about chocolates. I was like, I don't know what he's talking about with mm, chocolates. I didn't hear that squad that call. I'm sorry. Yeah, but now I'm starving for some chocolates. So if you have any Russell Stover by your desk, Jerry, I'd oh, love it. I might have Nestle Crunch for you. I would, oh, I love it. I Nestle actually, Crunch. you know what I do have? So I did grab on the plane back with uh, Rutgers. I did grab the bag of food that they like yeah. to give you. And uh, they give you this really cool wake-up chocolate. If you would like it, it actually is pretty damn good. It's wake-up chocolate? It's yeah, got it's caffeine like, in it? Yeah. Caffeine chocolate? And the guys love it. Oh. Would you like the bar? I'd well, be happy I mean, to give it to you. Take it I'm from not. You, I'm Jared. not going to have. No, no. I grabbed the bag just so I had something to eat, not the candy. Okay, yeah. This where I got a candy. banana, a little sandwich. I love candy. And Al, in the uh, Steve Summers break room, there's some um, like Italian cookies, pizzettes. Yeah, and yes. w- one of them is uh, chocolate. Oh well, there you go. Oh, it looks like I'm going to be killing it. You're going to chocolate load. I'm going to load up a load them up. Loaded with pimples tomorrow morning, like me today. You got pimples? Gatorade. Gatorade gives yeah, you pimples? Yeah, sugar does it to me. Really? Anytime I drink uh, regular soda, um, Gatorade does it to me, and candy. Next day. Would you go with dog uh, lemon-lime Gatorade? No, they had the blue Gatorade on the oh, plane. I go lemon-lime, Jerry. Well, I got to take what they give me. All right. And they have, you know, sometimes the fruit punch, sometimes there's the lemon-lime, sometimes the orange. This was the blue one, which is really good. The blue one, okay. Yeah, love the blue one. Jerry, it looks like uh, Major League Baseball says that uh, if they don't have a deal by Monday, now today's Thursday, yes? Uh, today's Thursday. Today's yes. Thursday. They don't have a deal by Monday, we're going to start missing games. Uh, well, yeah, they said this last week, and all they did was kind of reiterate it yesterday. Oh, is that right? This is nothing new. They okay. just said that they're holding firm on it. Holding firm. Now, this is what's awesome. So, suppo- and I don't see how the deal's going to be done by Monday, but then again, who knows? We'll see. They could work around the clock. What's What's great is they say they're going to skip games, uh, and the season's not going to start on time, and the players will not be paid for games they don't play. The players basically are saying, great, you don't pay us, guess what? Expanded playoffs, you can take that and shove it where the sun don't shine. Oh, is that right? So this could get, if they don't get this done soon, yeah, this has the chance of getting ugly. I would get nervous after they've uh, missed 62 games, because then we've only got a 100-game season, Jerry. Yeah, I, it's not a matter of being nervous. It's a matter of putting games. the right... I, I'm with Sal now. I'm not quite as crazy as Sal was. Sal said he was deeply hurt by Major League Baseball. They've hurt his feelings? Uh, he's deeply hurt. Deeply said, hurt. Yes, I'm not deeply hurt by anything. But it would annoy me if we don't get a full season. And after the way the last couple of years have been, unlike you, and everybody has the uh, right to their own opinion, I enjoy the baseball season. Now, I don't need it to start March 31st, but I don't want it starting July 1st either. I don't. I didn't like the 60-game season. I don't want some stupid 82-game. I want, let's go. I want at least 140 games. That's what I want. So you better start by May 1st. 100 sounds like a good round number. That still sounds like, a, like if they've missed 62 games, 100 still feels like well, too I mean, much. You could say that about anything. When they went from 150, it's like football. Football has gone from 12 to 14 to 16. Now we're at 17. 12 was fine. It's a physical game. Play 12, go to the playoffs. That's fine. And, you know, that... It is what it is. I think 154 is the right number. It hasn't been in years and years, but I don't want less than 140 games. That's me. You want, no le- you want less than 30. I'd love to see the NFL go to 162-game season. <laughs> Just to really let's don't see think what these guys are made of, Jerry. Let's <laughs> see what's going on. Can't do that. Yeah. The, the hockey does 82. Yeah. I said these long seasons are crazy. You have to like it. So they want to put these, these expanded playoffs in this season coming yeah, up? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, and the DH is going to be in. Well, that I've heard about, yeah. I like the DH. I'm sick of pitchers going up there and and being an automatic out. It's yeah, annoying. I, I agree. I think it's neat, though, when you have good hitting pitchers like the Mets yes, have had. that's true. It's almost like it's a little bit of a weapon. But that said, you're right. It's enough. 
Because you know what I hate when they like in a highlight package or like Sports Center or something, they'll be like, um, uh, Garrett Cole struck out 12. You know, oh, he's in the American League. Give me a picture. Uh, uh, Jacob DeGrom. <laughs> Jacob DeGrom struck out 12, and you see him, three of them are the pitcher. Well, yeah, come that on. does happen. Well, that won't happen any longer. But think about, didn't Gary Cohen call it one of the greatest moments in the history of baseball when Bartolo Colon hit the home run in San Diego? That was awesome. That was awesome. We will have been robbed of that. That will no longer happen. I, I do wonder, though. I do wonder. There have been pitchers, and I can't. What's the guy? Was it Bumgarner? I think with the Giants, who was a really good hitting pitcher when they did interleague in L.A. against the Angels. I believe they scrapped the DH and he hit. So I wonder if there will be certain guys that will ask to. Is hit. that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Mister Degrom. Maybe. I don't know. I doubt it, but you never know. Yeah, you do never know. You never know. I remember there was a time in the 1980s, I think Walt Terrell was a Met pitcher who, yeah. who hit had a multiple home run game. Wow, look at that. the Cubs. I bet you that hasn't happened many that. times. Multiple home run game? By pitchers. By pitchers, right. Yes, not that multiple not home happened. run games. <laughs> Except pitchers. when you count Babe Ruth, which I don't count because he, 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 come on. Right, there's a theory that balls that bounced over the right. fence early on counted as home runs. Plus, Babe Ruth was the hitter. That the pitchers were just grooving it in back then. Maybe, but the one thing about Babe Ruth that you have to give him credit for, the old Babe, um, he did have more home runs than teams had. So he was doing something special, in fairness. Yeah. I mean, there were teams, he had the, you know, he'd hit 54 home runs. You'd have a team that would have 47 for the roster. I'm with Craig, and like, I'm not sure if, He's a real guy, although I have seen film, actual film. video of of him. Video of him. Speaking at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, that's true. And swinging. Although back then, film speed was so sped up, it looked like he was... Like, really running around those bases. It was in the uh, the early stages of film. The black and white era. Now, you want to tell me maybe George Washington, you don't know if he existed. Don't know. Okay. But Babe Ruth, we've got video. Like, all these places, like, oh, George Washington. So there's here. photos of George Washington. There are? Yeah. There no. are. There's not there's not nope. black and white photos of George Washington? Paintings. No. Well, who's the first one? Well, the first photograph? The first president that was photographed. Oh, that I don't know, but I know photography was in the 1800s. The first? Oh, I thought it was the 1700s. N- no. Okay. The first president that was photographed, I, I just looked this up, Richard Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an ass. <laughs> it's not Richard Nixon. They were like, what if we start taking pictures of these guys? <laughs> like, we've had photography all these years. What if we got some of our presidents on You were such a dope. <laughs> I also see, Jerry, this is good news for Yankee fans if uh, the baseball season ever gets going. Buster Olney, you, you know him from uh, ESPN. Of course. He says that Freddie Freeman is uh, leaving the Braves, and the Yankees are on one of the Yankees are, are into the, it. Are on the list. Yeah, we've heard those Where rumors. Where play? First base. We've heard those rumors for a while now. What about Rizzo? Well, he's a free agent. Hmm. So he's You're really locked in, aren't you? <laughs> Jerry, I'm lo- I've locked myself out of baseball information. Well, you're not interested. Players, that's, and that's fine. The players want to be locked out? No, I'll they don't lock- want to be locked out. They, they, that would be called a strike. Oh. <laughs> the owners want to lock the players out? Yes. I'm locking out free agents in my mind as to who's a free agent and who's not a free agent. Locked right out. I liked how Sal, at uh, I was driving in around midnight yeah, or whatever. When midnight. His, when his show started way back at midnight. <laughs> was so fired up about this. And at one point. About what what thing? About getting. About uh, the lockout oh, and okay, how furious he is. And, you know, we're the suckers and they're screwing with us and blah. The fans get, you know, whatever. And so he, at one point he goes on this whole thing. You know what? If they don't start on time, I'm never talking about baseball ever again. I'll fill five hours, and I'm not. And then it hit him. 
Well, I have to talk about it, so we'll. I'm just not going to pay. That's what I won't do. <laughs> it went from never discussing baseball again to, you know, I'm just not going to buy a ticket. Okay. Well, it's, yes, did, you will. Did you hear that caller at the end? No. Uh, Mitch, I think his name is. I did not. He said he just paid the Mets $38,000 for his four well, season, season tickets. tickets. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be a nut job. Or rich. Depends on how much money you have. But this guy's a... Because I know this guy because he uh, he uh, Facebooks me. Okay, he's uh, he drives a car. Okay, he's got thirty eight thousand dollars. Either that, or he's got a lot of credit cards with a lot of space on them. (laughs) I don't know. He's got big limits. I don't know. If you were to say to me, you know, because I live down Bradley Beach, this is a distance from Queens. It is. You just say to me, I'm going to give you thirty eight thousand dollars, but you've got to go to every Met game. I would pass. No, on that. no chance you would do that. I would pass. Yeah, I mean, I, all that's saying is you're going to Met games for free. Why? Because I'm paying thirty eight thousand dollars. You just said tolls. if someone gave you thirty eight thousand dollars, but you have to spend it on the Met tickets. No, no, I'm saying it's the equivalent of going for free. No, no, I'm saying someone's going to pay me thirty eight thousand dollars. Oh, and to give go. me the tickets. Oh, I see. But I have to go to every game. Well, I would. Pass I would. I would go. You would. Yeah, I would. I've actually. There are certain things I wish I could do, but with this job, I can't. I would love to have season tickets, not thirty eight thousand dollars. You driving out to Queens? I would love all to really? if I could. Yeah, I would love to. That, but that's part of no. I would love to go to the games every night. The drive is what. Oh, that's what deters me from wanting to go more than I go. Yeah, it is interesting in in other parts of the country yeah. where they have baseball, and it's like when I was down in Tampa and St. Pete, and well, that's nothing. That's easy. That was like right there. Yeah. Well, but that's for me and for my kids going to Devil Games was like that. Never, very rare do you have traffic. So you would know if you were going to the Rock. I knew we were there in thirty-five minutes, and it was easy. Going out to City Field and Yankee Stadium is—I mean, you want to talk about got to get yourself prepped for that because mentally it is—it's like a fight, right? You got to stretch. Oh my God, it's brutal. It could take you three hours, or it could take you the straight hour with no traffic and anywhere in between, and you have no idea where the traffic's coming from. I'm like that commercial where it says uh, when you. You grow up to be your parents, and the You're guy progressive, progressive, yeah. And the guy, the guy's like, uh, well, "We're going to park near the exit. I, Are we going to leave it?" The, the well, I do corner? that. But I told you, I do that. Yeah, you've got a whole system down when you go to Devils. I games. do, and that's not being my dad or my mom. That's for me having to get up at two thirty in the morning. Once that clock hits three minutes, let's go, and we stand there and watch from the tunnel. Soon as that thing goes final, or if they're down by a couple of goals, even with thirty set out, you're out. And then we beat the traffic out, and I'm home in thirty five minutes, as opposed to sitting in the parking lot. I sat in the parking lot once. I told you the city field, and I do the same thing there, especially with the lot we park in. I know exactly where to stand, and then we bolt. We went once on a Saturday night, and my son said to me, "Can we just sit here and actually watch the whole game and not watch the ninth inning from the tunnel? Since you're not working, I said, no problem." We did that, and then it took me an hour and a half to get out of the parking lot. And we sat there, and about a halfway through, he looked at me and said, let's not do this again. Yeah, let's avoid that. That whole tunnel thing works out wonderfully. <laughs> I like to leave in the sixth inning just no, to make sure. you can't leave. Why go then? Well, just to make sure that I get out in time and I don't hit traffic on the, the way sixth home. sixth inning. Leave in the sixth. Oh, you are the pits, man. <laughs> just, just you are. And then you have the, uh, the game you can listen to on the way home, which is nice. You could get home and watch the end of yeah, the game. Yeah, you see the end of the game and you get home. I was just there, yeah. and now I'm not. I was at the beginning of this game. All right, let's take a quick break. 5-16, soon to be 5-17 we got Boomer and Gio at the top. we got lots to do here on The Fan. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? 
also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. We have the radio edit this time? I do, yeah. Okay, because last time we loved this song and we had to dump it because you played the wrong one. No, this is the real one. I checked this yesterday. All right. 525. I might even let this play a little bit. I like this song. I haven't heard it. This is called The Anxiety. A couple of days. Yes, good song. When I wake up, I can't even stay What version is this? Live? Yes, Jerry. Okay. Not as good. Really? See, it's funny. I heard this version first. So the... The studio version sounds weird to me. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I only know the studio version. <laughs> well, it's funny. I think uh, the, uh, the rest of the, I don't know, you hear it here on 92.3. Yeah. I think around the country, they play this live version. Really? That's why it has the radio in it. That's interesting. Even Spotify, okay, I have the regular studio version. Yeah. So, all right, well, whatever. All right, 25 after 5. The Anxiety, that's called. The Jay. Anxiety. Yes. Which is Willow, Willow Smith, uh, Will Smith's daughter is mm-hmm. in that. Yes. Who I told you has another good song out. Yeah, I checked that one out. It wasn't. I it wasn't doing it for me, Jerry. Really? Yeah. That song. See, that's funny because I would think that song for you would do it because it kicks right into yeah. gear. Like there's no waiting. It's just bam. I'm surprised. Yeah, doesn't do it for me. Uh, Rob, I have another song I like. Hollywood sucks. That's another one you, you'd like. Hollywood sucks. Yeah, that one sounds good. I like the title. Uh, Rob Tonelli on Twitter says, if uh, Jacob DeGrom can't hit this season, he'll lose twice as many games as he has in the past. How many games did he provide his own offense? <laughs> that's that's actually, true. That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> I like when announcers, like when a pitcher gets a hit, they go, helping his own cause. Yes, because the other the guys around him suck. <laughs> that right, has there, definitely been the case for Jacob DeGrom. Right, there were games where he had like a key RBIs and that sort of thing. I, I legit think guys put too much pressure on themselves. And they are definitely pressing when guys like their aces go out there night in, night out, every five days. And they are doing the job and shutting the other team down. And I do feel like there's a sense of, oh, my God, we got to get some runs on the board. Yes. And they talk themselves out of a good game. I do believe that. It's all a head game, Jerry. Yeah. Well, life is a head game, isn't it? Jerry, I have a couple of media notes for you. I always enjoy sports media. Uh, Here we go with the I cannot understand this part of the business. Go ahead. Oh, well, I'm not sure which where you're at first, but I see... Uh, Troy Aikman? Yeah, Troy Aikman. This is... I want to come back to... Before you go on, I'm going All to come right. back to something you said last week. All right, Jerry. So we kept hearing that Troy Aikman was going to be done at Fox and he was going to this new Amazon Prime situation. They've got the Thursday night game, and they thought we were going to team him up with Mr. Al Michaels. So it was going to be a dream team, Jerry, of Al Michaels with Troy Aikman Thursday night football. Now it's reported by Mr. Andrew Marchand, among others, that uh, Troy Aikman is negotiating with ESPN to be their Monday night football guy. Yeah, I didn't see this one coming. No, that's an interesting one. And then there were also rumors that that Aikman and Al Michaels could double dip. and do, On Amazon and on ESPN for, yeah, for Aikman? Wh- yeah. So, so, and Al Michaels on Sunday night football as well? No, so what they're saying is if Aikman doesn't go to... Um, ESPN to do full-time Monday Night Football, that they could double dip in that Aikman and uh, Al Michaels do Thursday Night Football, but pick up some Monday Night games when they do double headers. Got it. 
because even though there's a 17-game schedule, ESPN has 23 Monday Night yeah. Football games. I got to tell you, if I'm, dip. if I'm Steve Levy or if I'm Lewis Riddick, I'm what, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Yeah, I would be concerned, but I'll go back to something you said last week because I'm going to bring Sean McVay's name back into the mix because now he's being talked about again, even though he says he's coming back. I, I don't get it. So they're going to give Aikman five years, this is what was reported, and close to $100 million. They say, like, yeah, $18 million a year. Well, it said Romo gets 18 a year. It's going to exceed what Romo gets. So they were saying five years, close to $100 million. Why, coach? I'm with you yes. now. These numbers are stupid. And I'm, I'm sorry, I am not. I love Troy Aikman. I am not watching a crappy football game just because Troy Aikman's on the broadcast. Guess what I'm going to watch? Good football game. Right. Doesn't matter who's doing the game. All these guys that get annoyed over the announcers, I get it. Sometimes it can be annoying, yes. But you know what I do? I still watch the game. I don't understand. I don't. I never got the Romo deal. I sure as hell don't get this one. Okay. Good for them, by the way. It's but. good to be a former Cowboy quarterback doing uh, broadcasting. Uh, yeah, I would say so. They're crushing it. Where's your boy Danny White? Must he's be like, Compass Media what? Networks. Well, he's going to go to them and go, I want $18 million a year. I hear you. I, I understand. He's also not on network television, though. That's true. He's, he is on radio. Where's Quincy Carter? <laughs> Where's Gary Hogaboom, Jerry? He wants Gary Hogaboom wants Survivor. He did? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if he, well, did he win it? I don't he know, was on I got, it? Now I got to check that. I know he was on Survivor for sure. Really? Yeah, Gary Hogaboom was. Yep, how about that? Jerry, I heard he was the backup to the winner. <laughs> he got, he's so stupid. Did he wear his number 14 jersey? Uh, where's Steve Pallor these yeah. days? Get Steve Pallor Let's out Let's put here. him on NBC Sunday Night Football. Now, this does uh, bring up a, quite a shakeup then, what happens here. Because, first of all, uh, Buck is going to need a new partner. We know that for sure. Well, Joe Buck. There was one article that said maybe they could even lure Buck with Aikman. Oh, my goodness, Jerry. If because he's got one year left on his deal at Fox, they'd have to allow him out. Do you think they still get along? Or maybe that's why Troy Aikman wanted out? Uh, according to all the stories, they're very close. They're very close. Yes. Well, then bring him, bring him with you. Fox has to allow oh, him to go. They, they have him that. under contract. I wouldn't allow that. If I had one of my guys under contract, I wouldn't allow them to I, go. I know. I, you want him to be miserable. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be one of those people, too, like when they go, um, oh, can we get permission to talk to your offensive coordinator? No. Well, you, right. No, you can't. In certain cases, they don't have to ask for your permission. You have to allow him. <laughs> if he's interviewing for a head coaching job oh. and it's a promotion. Oh, that doesn't seem fair. I got the guy on the contract. Yeah, I understand. But he's I'm bettering his win, life. I'm trying to win Super Bowls here. I, yes. Oh, because he's got such a horrible life winning Super Bowls with me as offensive coordinator. If he was a Super Bowl winning coordinator. Yes. yes. But now he's going to go run his own team. I guess. You'd have no, you'd have no say in that. So you would need somebody for Buck? You would need somebody then for well, Al you, Michaels. You if, saw the rumored number one analyst. Who? Was Greg Olson oh in the God. article. No. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's what I said. No, Jerry. Oh, don't tell me. I'm not making the decision. He's boring. <laughs> He's milk toast. And yet you're still going to watch. I will. Of course I'll watch you it. will. I'll of just hope course. Joe Buck talks more. The whole thing is ridiculous. And then if Aikman goes to Monday night, now we don't have anybody for Al Michaels Thursday Night Football. How about Chris Collinsworth? Move him over. He can slide oh, over from NBC. Slide over. <laughs> and then NBC will have Mike Tariqa. Boy, it's going to be so confusing next it year. It is. You're not going to know watch. who you're watching and when. Yeah. Or what it's on. I'm on Amazon. I'm on ESPN. I'll tell you what we do know, though. The sounds of all these games 
Oh, we'll be familiar. Because you're going to know who these analysts are. You know who the play-by-play guys are. There's really no surprises. No one's no one's named you know Andrew Catalan yet. The uh, Monday Night Football voice. That'd be awesome. That For would him. be. That would be. Right now, he's a CBS guy. He's going to stay there. You still have the big guy. The big names are still in place. Okay. All right. They're just going to be swapping partners. A little partner swap. A partner swap. Jerry, what do you think of this ESPN 30 for 30? Which, by the way, the buzz has died down on those. Those, those well, They've used... done 4,000 of them. Yeah, but even still, I think the problem is, going back to, I forget when the, the new season started, they started throwing them on ESPN Plus. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Terrible mistake. And a lot of people don't see it. No one sees it. Yep. Um, then I think they tried to bring back, like when they did the tuck rule one, they put that on regular ESPN. I did watch that one. I would like to, I, I forgot about it. Yeah. I, I actually, that's one I did watch. Did you when like I was it? in a hotel with the Rutgers last week or two weeks ago. Um, it was good. You know what? It, it didn't, it didn't tell me or teach me anything. I didn't know. All it did was reiterate how the Raiders were pissed. Right. Um, and how the Patriots were like, we got one. Over that was on the you. rule. We got away with it and we still had to make, you know, it is amazing when you see the Vinatieri kick, not only the one to tie it, but the one to win it, how the conditions were just horrendous. I'll tell you one thing it did highlight that I never gave thought to was the game-winning kick. I think it was the game-winning kick. Gruden calls a timeout. The field, the playing surface on the field was hideous. And according, I think it was Brady. It wasn't. Who's the linebacker who's on ESPN now? What's his name? The old Patriot linebacker. He's on ESPN um, Risky? Yeah. It might have been him. Where It did, it didn't look like Belichick was going to call a timeout, and they were going to basically line up and just try and kick through the snow and clear a little bit of space. But the fact that Gruden called timeout gave them the extra 90 seconds to clear it out completely to where it was just another kick, even though the conditions were bad. It was just another kick for Vinatieri. So who, who clears it out? The actual Patriots like players? Three or four different players were out there just clearing up the space on the field so that they could have a good, clean snap and put down. And so he was able to make the kick. But that's probably the only thing I learned about. Never gave thought to that. But it was all the same thing. I know you're a golf guy, so I'm going to see, I want to see if this is intriguing to you, this 30 for 30. It's going to be called The Shark. On Greg Norman. On Greg Norman. And in this 30 for 30, he sits down and watches his final oh, his round failures collapse. At the Masters. In 96. I, he blew a, a six-shot lead, Jerry, it says here, to Nick Faldo. So here's why I would be interested in yeah. that. That is the first golf tournament that I remember watching. Now, I didn't see it all, but Thursday Friday, is when I first got into playing golf. And that's the first time I watched the Masters where it was like Thursday I was there. And it was only two hours of coverage, if I remember correctly. It was like four to six, and that was it. And even on Sunday, they didn't give you a whole bunch like they do now. And I watched every day, and I watched that like – as it happened. So, yes, I would be interested in that one. I don't like golf, but I like the idea of somebody. You like people w- failing. Yeah, I like watching people watch their failures. You like misery. With the, all those years apart, that was 96, so 2006, 2006. Maybe. You don't think that doesn't still keep him up at night? <laughs> no. I don't he think never won a major. He was one of, he might be the greatest player in the history of golf, never to a major championship, a major champion. See, He's, I would not have guessed that. Of Greg Norman. Yeah. He's the shark, Jerry. I know that. And he's got, I don't know how if, how it's going now, but he had the great clothing line for a while. Yes. He's made gazillions of dollars, and he won a lot, but he never won a major championship. So how did he blow that six-shot lead? Bad shots. <laughs> <laughs>
Like he had shots. If, if I remember, he had shots where he would put it up and just not quite hit the proper spot on the green, and it would spin all the way down and end up back in the fairway. And he was literally a foot or two away from it being perfect. And that's what he did. Ball in the water. And here comes Faldo charging. It was, I mean, crushing. They had He had him winning that that Sunday, and then, my goodness, what a collapse. Eddie's telling me he did win two majors, Mr. Greg Norman. When? The Open Championship. Oh, the British Open? In 86 and 93. Okay. So British. never, no, so no U.S. Open, no Masters. I forgot about that. Okay. I don't count no anything. PGA Championship. I don't count anything not in America. There are people that believe that, too. Is not that me. Right? Not me. I just I forgot. Do. I forgot about those two. But still, British. that was one hell of a collapse. Yeah. I would be I would be interested in you might I could sit down and watch that with you. Yeah, I would watch that. You might not even fall asleep. I got excited when uh, Tiger Woods won his the last Masters. Like that was crazy because of where he had come back from. Tiger has done a lot of crazy things. Yeah, like and I the, remember and his kid on the 18th, like he, like him with his dad and it was and full circle. Yeah. One, yeah. I remember being somewhere I I looked on my phone as to what was going on, I was like, I gotta get back home. I you got back you home. actually watched that. Yeah. I remember you telling me that. I went back home purposely to to watch it because I the tiger effect. I had a feeling. Well, no, you got an alert on your phone. I got an alert on my phone, you and had then no that feeling produced a feeling. You had anxiety because it was a six o'clock on a Sunday, <laughs> and you had to go to bed. All right, quick break. Five thirty six. We still have more to do, and then Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, coming up on a quarter to six, Al and the Fat Face Show. <laughs> I can't take. I look at myself in the mirror. It's like, oh, I'm mean, one of these, one of these prolonged fasts. <laughs> Just do no, no carbs for two yeah, weeks. Yeah, I know, I know, You'd I know. Be fine. You're Jerry. probably right about that. I know, I know, I know. I need. You know what? I need. I need some stability in my routine. Right now, I don't have any. No, you're in a rough spot. It's like how Boomer was during uh, football season when he was doing uh, Monday Night Football, Sunday NFL, today. It's it's too much. It throws you off. It throws me off. And my brain is not working this morning. I can tell you that right now. All right. Well, we look forward to your updates, though. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) You know, you're talking about how I watch uh, weird shows before I go to bed. You know what? No, they're not weird shows. They're actually... They're very good shows. They're just depressing, and I would think shows that would keep you up all night. What I find weird is that your brain can then shut off and go to sleep and rest comfortably after watching someone be murdered for an hour. I got to tell you, just the title of the series I'm currently watching. Oh, Jesus. It's a documentary series on Discovery+. Plus. It's, it's called The Baby Killer Conspiracy. Oh, God. Why would you watch that? Yeah. No, no, not yeah. Oh, why was the question? Oh, why I well, it, it, what do you watch that at seven thirty right before you go to yeah. sleep? Oh, I ease in, by Al. I God. ease into the night with a baby killer conspiracy on Discovery Plus. It's about these um, mothers who had babies that uh, that died in their care, mm. and then once multiple babies in the same family, then they 
find them guilty of murder, but maybe they weren't really murderers. That sounds horrible. So something to ease into the evening with. That and would just keep me I right off. I couldn't watch that and go to sleep. And I go, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to bed now. After <laughs> Look watching, around at your single life. <laughs> no children. Baby killer conspiracies and mothers being uh, put in jail for the rest of their lives. It was crazy stuff, Jerry. Is that why you never got married? You want to make sure that you didn't marry a murderer of yes, a mom? I mean, yes. Good Lord. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, in more lighthearted uh, news, Jerry. Anything is more lighthearted yeah, no, than that. No, this is definitely lighthearted. Uh, Tom Brady is going to produce and star. Don't care. In a road trip comedy movie. Don't care. Called 80 for Brady. Great. Now, I looked at the cast and my 70... Wasn't Jane Fonda pictured in this? Yeah, Jerry, I looked at the cast and it turns out my 79-year-old mother is going to love this movie. (laughs) Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, Sally Field, and Lily Tomlin. Sally Field and (laughs) Lily Tomlin. Woo! My mother's going to be very excited about this film. Well... I believe Tom Brady's just playing himself, which doesn't count. It's about these uh, these ladies, uh, four best friends, Jerry. They love the New England Patriots, and they take a life-changing trip to the 2017 Super Bowl, and hilarity ensues. So was there actual footage they're going to use from 2017? I don't know how that works. Or they're going to recreate it I somehow. think they're recreating. Okay. Which I, we know how that goes in, in football movies. I, I'm, not, I'm not watching this. You're not going to watch this? No, you know what I would watch? Tom Brady play football. You would see that. If he came back, that's what I would watch. Yeah, I'm not interested. What about Tom Brady investigating baby killer conspiracies? Would you watch that? Because I would. No, I wouldn't. It was on Discovery+. Plus. I'm not watching that either. Right. I don't want to watch about babies being murdered. I'll right. pass. Thank okay. you. Put you down for a pass on that one. Yeah, a any, hard pass. So any recommendations I have in that subgenre, don't pass along to you. No. All right. So Sally Field, Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, these aren't in your wheelhouse as big Sally time. Field looked old when she did um, the movie with Tom Hanks. Again, my brain's not working. Um, oh, come on. Jesus. Where he was, where he played the guy who was everywhere, Forrest yes. Gump? Yes, Forrest Gump. She was his mom in Forrest Gump. Wow. She looked old in that. She was Forrest his Gump mo- is, what, 15 years ago? <laughs> Way longer than that. Is it longer than that? Way longer. Early 90s, I want to say. Yeah. Early 90s? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Google that, Jerry. When Forrest did Forrest Gump, Gump come Early out? 90s? I'm going to agree with Eddie on that one. 94. Wow. Oh, my gosh. You nailed it, Eddie. Well, more closer to mid-90s. Well, it's mid-90s, but it's still mean. a lot earlier than I yeah. thought. 18 years? I would have thought around 2000, 2002, no, wait, 3. Not 18. No, it's 20, uh, 28. It was, it was 40 Jeez. years ago. <laughs> Holy crap. That'll be it'll be twenty eight years ago in July. Yeah, the wow. Forrest Gump, and so she's still so she's got to be in her eighties. No, has to be. Yeah, who are we talking about again? Sally, Sally Field, Field. Sally the Field. flying nun. Right when she was a teenager, is that right? I do like Sally Lily Tomlin. Seventy five. Some people still hate Jane Fonda because of her Vietnam yeah. uh, War. Uh, Hanoi Jane. Hanoi Very Jane. True. Yeah. Anybody? My who, dad's one. Yeah, my dad don't like her either. But if you saw Barbarella. Bar, 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 barilla. Yeah, no. If guys served in the mil- men and women who served in the military, spit nails at her. They do not like Jane Fonda. Yeah, I, I get it. I'm going to try to get her canceled for this movie, just so we. <laughs> <laughs> now, how old is she? Who knows? This is an interesting. Didn't Jane Fonda do a movie hmm, recently? I don't know. Maybe not. She's 84. she's still been doing. She's still been doing movies, and she looks great. Yeah, eighty four years old. 
Good for her. That was one of the worst moments in Howard Stern history when he had Jane Fonda on a year ago, and he apologized to her for how the things he said about her really protesting the war. It was so bizarre. Why? So bizarre, Jerry. I don't know what's going on over there. Okay. Whatever. Susan Sarandon in this movie, too? (laughs) Meryl Streep? All these women that are popping up with Jane Fonda? Yeah. Diane Keaton? (laughs) Classics, Jerry. Uh, What do you think of this? I love this. uh, uh, Washington, D.C. residents, Jerry. They strongly oppose taxpayer funds for a new Washington Commander Stadium. I love when towns... Good. Tell these teams to stick it where the sun don't shine. Not only do you have a billionaire owner, yeah. you got a billionaire owner who's filthy. <laughs> right. You have He's, a filthy He just seems like owner. a... I don't know him. He just seems like a bad guy. Correct. He was banned from the team all season. Right. You've got other allegations against him. Don't give him a dime. I'm sorry. When I'm when, the, when the players are making $50 million a year... I, I agree with I'm you. Not, get, Taxpayers to pay for your stadium. I completely Go pay agree. For yourself, you're not wrong. Go take a hike. Did we pay for that stadium up at uh, the Meadowlands? MetLife, probably. I, I want my money back. I don't know. I'm I not want sure. it back immediately. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're talking about billionaires. You want to build a stadium? Build a stadium. And then they try to sell these like, well, it, if you if you help build the stadium, it will infuse a billion dollars per game when the teams play. No, it doesn't do anything. It's like when they go, uh, oh, the Super Bowl's coming to your town. Your town's going to make $40 billion. What? Well, I mean, there are... No, I mean, the the economy locally does do well. Of course it does. Right. Not here, because it was MetLife Stadium. I don't know how the hell that worked, because stuff was spread out all that over the bizarre. place. So I don't know that. But you can't tell me. If you go into a city like, whether it's South Florida, Arizona, the throngs of people that descend on that city for the week, the, the local economy is definitely boosted. I don't know how many millions of dollars, but it's yeah. boosted. But You can't argue with that. I won't argue Hotels with that. are full. Right, but what about uh, just like a regular, so you build a new stadium, you help pay for it, and they go, oh, every you know eight Sundays a year you're going to, the economy's going to boost. I'm with you on this. I'm 100% with you on this. But I, the Out Super Bowl does generate revenue All right, in the city enough. that it's in. That's I take all it I back, say. Jerry. Strike it from the record. Edit this from the podcast. I don't want to look stupid. Well, we've already done that. Five times what? over this morning. Yeah. I mean, that's what we do. About what, Jerry? About everything. About everything. You want to take a quick break or you got a quick one? I got a quick one. Go Is this a big deal that the Knicks and Kemba Walker have agreed to shut it down for the remainder of the year? It is not a big deal. All right, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> Good thing no. I didn't save that. It, no, not at all. It's a nothing story. It is? Yeah. But I've heard of Kemba Walker. Anything so with the Knicks from this point on, nothing no, story. No, so, okay. Got and it. him in particular. Now, the only big wow. story for the Knicks right now would be a miraculous run to the playoffs Ooh. because of where they're at and the schedule they have. If Even, they actually did that, that would be a story. Or if Even, their GM spoke. Or if, yeah, or if Thibodeau got fired. Even without Kemba Walker, how are they going to make that run? No one can. I mean, yeah, please. Quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. Then Boomer and Gio at the top. Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on Major League Baseball. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, a couple more minutes, we'll get you to Boomer and Geo. The hockey teams were off last night. College basketball, St. John's lost. Rutgers lost at Michigan, but Seton Hall did win. Al? I was reading a profile on uh, Cam Newton. I think he is. Oh, I figured a serial killer. <laughs> 
baby killer conspiracy. Cam Newton. Cam Newton, who has a four children uh, with a woman. I forget her name. Oh, Shakira. Shakia. Shakira. Shakira. <laughs> Shakia Proctor. Oh, not Shakira. Not Shakira. Okay. Shakira. Shakia Proctor. He has four children with her, but they never married, Jerry. They're not together now, but they have a terrific relationship. They asked Cam Newton why he never got married, and he said uh, he was... He wanted to just get a dog and live by the beach. (laughs) He said he, as a football player, he was on Temptation Island. Yeah, I could see that. Lots of ladies, Jerry. Never made the commitment. Smart. Never made the commitment. Yeah. He's got four babies, though. Like Derek Jeter, never got married while he was playing baseball. Right. Lots of temptation. Temptation Island. It is still amazing we never really heard anything bad about Derek Jeter. We heard he... Gave out gift baskets and <laughs> but we don't great. know. But we don't know if that we was real. That. He's never. Why don't you get a press pass and go ask him? And down in Miami one day this uh, this summer, just a, a random like June game. Just yeah, to, sir. Where's the, uh, the out, box for Derek Jeter? Yeah, you gave out those uh, gift baskets and <laughs> side balls. Think anyone's ever asked him that? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say yes. You do? Yeah. I, How yes. can we never heard the audio? Sweeney Murdy asked him. <laughs> no, Sweeney's a very respectful baseball writer. No, I know. He's a reporter. reporter. Yeah, but I think there are some, not many, yeah. that develop a little bit of a relationship that feel like, hey, so Jake, off the record. Right, exactly. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.